0: Good morning. It's Friday. Good morning. It's October 1st, and I have Halloween earrings on. I'm oh very excited.
1: I'm very excited. And I'm wearing summer clothes because we had October three days this week, and now we're in August again. Oy. 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 But the decorations are going up. The house yep. will be lit. We didn't do anything last year. This year we're going to light up, even though... We're in two cities. We're going to light it up and pretend good. that it's Halloween. Good, 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 good. Right? Yes. Yes.
0: Oh, yes. How was your week? Um, It was good. You know, for friends and family, I do free nursing care, right? And I, I have dealt more with wounds and IVs in the last six weeks than I have probably since four years ago, maybe. So I'm doing good and um, applying grief principles to when people's body and body energy physically change. And so I've had to remind people about that. So
1: there you go. Yeah. Once a nurse, always a nurse. Once hospice, always hospice. Same for social work.
0: <laughs> yes, it is. It is. So that's that, why we exist. that was, yeah. So that's my week. And um, yeah, memorial services coming up for people that they couldn't do before. And they take on a whole different meaning now. And that's why when you posted, and I I didn't ask you, I'm sort of leading right into. Please do. um, When you posted about um, funeral etiquette or memorial etiquette. And I thought that was a great way of just reminding ourselves because we've been isolated. We haven't
1: had to do those same things. We haven't had the opportunity. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. In my work with the funeral directors world, they've been missing being able to be who they are and provide the kind of memorials people want. And families have missed being able to do them. We're getting ready Mm -hmm. to do a memorial for somebody who watches this show routinely and um, for his husband. And you know, it's been a long, drawn-out process because we had to wait for any number of things. And it wasn't COVID related, but now the fear is COVID's gonna shut it down. So it's get there, slow down, get there, slow down. It's it's a lot, but lots of people haven't been able to have the services they wanted. You know, 10 people at the cemetery. It's it's not been it. So it's now it's time to sort of start rolling it back in and we need to be ready. Yeah. And, and maybe be even more reverent than before. Cause there was a lot of the reverence for those moments that have been sort of rolling off over the years. Have you seen that?
0: Yes. And I've seen it. I'm not so much worried about how people dress. Mm-hmm. I do. I do worry of it's almost like more death aversion yeah that's that's a you know like oh i don't have to do this oh i don't have to do that there's and more so one of the things that when you were in the line right Mm -hmm. as a person who has just had a loved one die, you used to be able to hold hands right, and just sit there and look them in the eye and say, thank you. Um, Thank you for coming. You won't be able to do that here. You can say, would you like to hold hands? And then there's plenty of sanitizer around. You can still hold hands sanitize and funeral homes provide that mm-hmm. even more so now.
1: Right. Um, and since I'm the ultimate funeral planner, I would probably put one every two seats with a little sticker on it, you know, angels or flower or, or Casper the ghost. I I would have done right. all that because I'm the one right. who goes out and buys Kleenex in bulk and puts it down the aisles of the church. That's me. Yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 I usually funeral homes have a lot or you ask more. Um, Now I will tell you uh, what happened recently or maybe six months ago when I went to a visitation Mm -hmm. and the funeral, right? Mm -hmm. They sort of had it and, you know, sometimes they have the visitation ahead of time and then the funeral, whatever. um, As I had done two years before that I brought something for the family because they're standing. They need breaks, all these things. So I brought a plate to set up for them. Good. Ah, times of COVID. And so I'm laughing. Did you bring Lunchables? (laughs) uh, No, I brought a whole different platters. I set them all up cookies and things to nosh on just to have a little sustenance right? or to take a break with your body and they had plenty of water the funeral people said oh we're not allowing that in times so and i go what not for the family last time i set up in this whole little room and they go well it's time i said i worked for public health i probably said it quickly I said, just tell him it was Deb Hart. I haven't, I, I, I totally, I haven't been, I mean, I'm employed because I give COVID shots, but I haven't done that for, I said, <laughs> it'll be fine. So they set me up in the viewing room, you know, that's that little room off with windows off to the with side. I didn't realize everything was up and I'm flying through there, unwrapping and doing all this stuff. And Laurie turns around. Oh, that's just my good friend, Deb Hart. <laughs> and the funeral people, I just pushed them out of the way. So
1: my friend and her family could eat something. So. Right. You know, that's very true. When I'm coaching someone about get, cause people don't, we have a lot of folks who've not been to funerals before and they're going to their first one and it's a direct relative. <sighs> Mm-hmm. And they have new widows. There's no, now there's a book, but there wasn't a book about how you do these things, right? right. There's, uh, right. He's joined us for the morning. Um, yes. And, you know, one of the first things I say is the morning of the funeral, you, you need your coffee or whatever, your hot tea, and you need some food. And you need to yeah. have some snacks and some sweet stuff and some water. And you need some place, if you're going to bring kids, for them to go play. Because kids don't do those things as a regular part of routine. They need a break. So,
0: what? When people ask you, as let's say I'm the mourner, and someone says, "How can I help?" One of the things say, "Can you get me some snacks for the funeral?" Right? Can you bring a little whatever? Because nobody wants to eat full pans of lasagna. No. No. That is great for a little while down the road because you have to let the shop come off of you. Yeah, that's, that's number right. one. So when they say, ask them to do that. Say, there's going to be kids there. Could you find somebody to sort of wrangle the kids? If it's someone that has kids, or can right. you can you reach out and do that? Somebody else is going to say, what else can I do? You know, can you put the stuff in my house in the freezer or keep it at your house? Because there's DD. Yes, for food after. You're not sure ready to do that cares. now. Now, lots of times if it's a, a funeral with sitting Shiva, right? there's going to be someone that's going to take care of that there's not the and that's in a person's house there's not the same kind of potlucks at churches anymore right so you know and i don't know that
1: we'll ever go back to that because now we're in flu season right we used to have the repast in the south that was in african-american communities i don't know that we can go back to that but we can do things
0: can make lunch bags right if they want to help if it's like really low budget they can do lunch bags or if someone if you have the the funds or maybe people can contribute contribute can you get a catered box lunches yeah I would like everybody together but you don't have the whatever here's something else can you help me gather pictures can everybody in the family gather pictures? Can you bring me your pictures?
1: And then can you allow me the grace to choose them? To choose them. That's to right. choose them. So there's no criticism. Or if you, yeah, because. Because there's a lot of criticism much of the time. <laughs> so I. Okay. I won't
0: get into personal stuff. The best thing is. Would you mind setting up a board and you set up a board? If it's, you know, your brother, sister, in-laws, da-da-da, all these things. Can you set something up? I would like it. If it's your own kid, say, here's all the pictures. Can you set this up, you know, for my husband or, or your dad or something? Can you do that? And... That would be lovely. See, there's all these little details. Can you make me coffee in the morning? If you're staying at the house, can you make the widow or the parent or the whatever? Can you do? Yes. Dee, right. Making multi-region
1: religious collaborations. Yes. Yeah, you want to have all the pieces represented. right. 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 So yeah, go yeah. ahead.
0: And there's some other things, Jill, that was on this wonderful list. I don't know if you can screen share and put that up. Okay. That's all right. What's some
1: others? <laughs> I'll pull the list up anyway on my phone while you're talking. Because Excellent. Yeah. There's a lot to do. You know, there's when, they're, when you're preparing for a funeral and you're going to be the support team, if you're the friends, the family, not the mm-hmm. primary griever, there's a lot. And there's some basic stuff in terms of regions. Like right. I, I was in the South. When a funeral uh procession is going by, you pull over. You just you know, pull over I to show, oh. you show respect. And right. here in Southern California, there's like a race to see if you can join in so you can skip the red light. No, folks, no, that's that's honoring the family and that that group needs to stay together because they've just mourned someone at a service of some sort, and they're heading to um, a burial or interment, and they need to have that respected and to not have to worry about if grandma's going to get lost, you know, or so-and-so's going to get lost, because that happens, right? Right. Especially right. if the cemetery is outside of GPS range. You want to make sure that um, if you know that the family expects a certain decorum in terms of dress,
0: mm-hmm.
1: that even though it's not you, you match it, you match it, you know, and if my, it's casual,
0: you match that too. My, my daughter used to say to me, cause we went to a couple churches because of a blended family. And she goes, do I, do I get to dress like, Unity or do I have to dress like Methodist? And I would say Methodist or Unity. I mean, that's that yeah, was because that's then work. you know what
1: the style is, right? Right. right. For for my um, both of my late wives, we put the the dress code in the obituary. Oh, yes. because it was there. So it was. Linda wanted Angels team gear. Yes, she wanted. Yeah, yeah, so the kids yeah, And I wore perfect. Angels shirts, and then we had our role. So I was. Um, number one wife, and then there was number one, two, and three kid and that kind of thing. And uh, she also said, if not that, then um, bright colored, because she she found great sadness in funerals where everyone was in black. Right. And right. then um, for Casper, I suggested the Hawaiian gear because that was her favorite place on earth. And, you know, it made, it sort of set the tone mm-hmm. and those who followed the suggestions of the request really said, I'm honoring this person and what you need right now. Right? And if you didn't have one, we had Hawaiian things to put around your neck and you could pretend you were dressed, right? That was okay.
0: You know uh, it was, I I may have said this before and I'll say it quickly that one um, um, from people from my HIV AIDS camp, a 19 year old died and his family, because I, As Daisy the Clown, I grew up with him, right? Right. He grew up with me. And the family specifically asked that I dress in clown, which was not the funeral home that often has two funerals uh, going on or two visitations at the same time. Oh,
1: Yeah, that was a little uncomfortable. I see a a, a potential for something really bad happening. And then the next day, (laughs) and the next day,
0: The funeral was in a church and I was, I dressed again in clown. They wanted me to speak as Daisy, who knew this young child growing up to a 19 year old. And it was, uh, there was um, a person from the camp that was more Pentecostal and she totally loved me and that wasn't it. And I said, oh my gosh, I, I just feel so awkward dress like this she goes you you were asked to dress like that look at that man over there in a hawaiian shirt and cargo <laughs> shorts she goes he's the one who should feel uncomfortable
1: <laughs> so you know
0: these dress are can things. be tricky
1: dress can be tricky and if if it's casual you still want to make sure probably there aren't any stains or things because you're going to someone's last moment and the family's really goodbye moment. And you want to honor that in I'm, whatever way, you know, they would appreciate.
0: I'm looking at the, sorry, I'm looking at the phone that has our little handout. And, you know, uh, there's traditions all over. And if people are going to have, say, a Jewish tradition, mm-hmm. there's two things that might feel a little awkward to people one at the cemetery uh you'll see other jews either bring a shovel or there are shovels provided. the cemetery provides them yeah right because it is customary and this is not customary for other like more christian traditions where the jews help bury their own and or this right. is a new, newer custom it is so the tradition to throw dirt with your hands,
1: mm-hmm. or
0: you throw it with, uh, you shovel it up and throw it onto the lowered coffin. That's number one. Something else people aren't used to is when they go to the house or the visitation at home after the funeral, and or sometimes it's at a temple. Outside of where people are gathering or outside the home, even in cold weather, there's often a pitcher there because it is customary to pour water and clean your
1: hands. And wash your hands. Wash
0: your hands. You're starting anew. Um, And some of that comes out of the Old Testament and what they used to do when uh, they hired people to bury and then or to prepare the body. And then sometimes they couldn't come back to camp because they had unclean, they were deemed unclean. You also
1: wanna make sure that if someone is having a service in any kind of um, house of worship, that before you send flowers, you double check to make sure that flowers are allowed in that particular religious house for a funeral memorial, because some it's not (laughs) and some you are.
0: That's right, that's right. Usually, at least it's been my experience, at Jewish funerals, there are not always a lot of flowers. Or none. Or none. Um, I shocked them because with my mom, I had balloons and very few flowers. Because that's, funerals are for the living.
1: Right. You know, there's a lot that goes into having a service that someone who's a newbie might not know about. And if they're Mm -hmm. not depending upon a funeral director for direction. And those are the folks who will say you need one of these and one of these and you need this person to do this. Here's all the roles. There are a lot of roles at a service. And it's hard if those roles aren't filled ahead of time. Because if you don't have them filled, then the family's scrambling trying to figure out what else they forgot. Mm
0: -hmm. And what they
1: need to be doing is sitting in that front pew or wherever they are and kind of gathering their thoughts. And preparing Mm -hmm. for what's coming on
0: Mm -hmm. right so
1: right you want to have someone buy if there's a book someone to help people make sure they find the book you need Mm -hmm. people to hand out any memorial folders or little cards right and if you're not using a funeral home you may not have thought about having those made so those are stuff that's something you might want to do um there are people who are there to make sure that everything's out if you are having coffee afterward who's going to run out 10 minutes ahead and do mm-hmm. they have the cue, right, to get out and go do that? Right. And if we're headed to the cemetery or to someplace else, who's going to make sure everybody gets where they're going? Mm-hmm. Right. There's a lot that goes into a funeral that you need, if you haven't done one and you're in charge of one, you need to double check ahead of time because there's a lot of moving parts. A whole lot. Yeah. Oh,
0: um, one, I want to say hi to Mark who checked in with us. Hi, Mark. Uh, good to see you. And Mark's oh, yeah, having a
1: tough time.
0: Yes, surrounding your heart.
1: Let's. hold Mark up. His mom's in ICU. Yeah.
0: yeah. Thank you for. Thank sharing you for that. sharing that, Mark. Yeah, because the more either good thoughts, good energy, and prayer, whatever it is that you can send to somebody, even in your head. Right. blessings of healing and wholeness
1: and speaking to that what, what Dee said speaking into mm-hmm. that when you've got multiple religions in a family right it's not you, you do want to make sure you're dressed for the place but you want to make sure that anybody in the family whose needs are being honored that day that's right that there's space for what their faith walk is too because so, we need to so if somebody has a a this prayer or that statement, hold them all up. There's mm-hmm. no room for criticism at a funeral. So, uh,
0: a couple things. Uh, number one, as far as dress, once again, I don't. I have not been to a, um, a Muslim uh, funeral, so I don't know head coverings or what or what. So, you want to find somebody. Say, call ahead. Call ahead or ask somebody who knows somebody right, and Mm -hmm. if you know something's at a funeral home or at a a church or at a mosque or wherever (laughs) feel free to call that place and say, is there something that I need to to honor. Um, In not all Jewish funerals but sometimes they want you to wear. Your head covering
1: or your shoulders on... covered.
0: Yes. Yes. So that's number one. Number two, what usually happens in those three days, I'm just for for funerals, not memorial services. Memorial services usually come later in the first three days. There's usually from when the person dies, they go to the funeral home. You are really busy with, you have to meet with them. You are supposed to bring clothes in even when they are cremated and cremation nowadays is taking about a week. So it's not not here. It's taking
1: weeks and weeks here still.
0: Okay. So usually here it's about, yeah, yeah, no, no. You bring the
1: clothing, bring all the layers of clothing.
0: Yes bring all of on, them underwear, socks, things you wouldn't think like they're dead. Why would they need it? They need it. It's important. Even when even for cremation. And this is the respectful way that a uh the funeral personnel take care of your loved one even in death.
1: I'm going to I want my smiley my smiley jonies on my way to the cremation. Make sure someone takes care of that. That's right. That's right. <laughs> we won't even talk about all
0: the clown stuff I brought. But right? just to say, I know. And then, like I said, sometimes people are making videos. Can you give not videos, DVDs? So they do that or flash drive. You know, powerpoints with music. Right. Um, and sometimes the funeral home will actually do that. That's one of the services. Everything is a la carte. Sure. Mm-hmm. No, no one tells <laughs> you that. I set my son. Ah, oh, Commando. <laughs> that's funny. You know, that probably was very normal for your son. So that's
1: and it's not unusual for funeral directors. I just thought I'd put a plug in.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, another another part. Of course, is there's all this. There's papers to sign, tons. There's, there's coffin shopping. There's or, checks to write and cards to pay. Yeah, there's it's expensive. You pay for the coffee. You pay. You pay for the room that you have afterwards. Do you know you rent? In some places, like they ask me as the officiant, how long will you need? Because it's another two hundred dollars. If we have it past an hour, I said, oh, no, nothing I do is going to be past an hour.
1: We're not doing a
0: whole service.
1: Oh, and speaking to that, if you're asked to speak, Mm -hmm. keep it short. Oh, Right? If you're the, even if you're the family, keep it short. And the open mic is not the place for you to to deal with old family issues. That's the place to share one funny or happy memory of the relationship you had with the deceased and sit your butt back down. That's just all there is to it. You don't get to complete. We're not going to have the the family therapy session at the front of the church with someone in a casket or an urn. No, stop it. I'm crying
0: because one that I officiated He was my boyfriend in first grade
1: like who needs to know that right (sighs) i'm so that goes in the card that you write to the family because they'll hold on to that and they'll like that so as the officiant
0: the person who's the officiant you put them in an awkward place because like if the, uh, if the person
1: speaking does not take a breath, you can't, can't grab the mic and interrupt them. That's when the officiant needs to be able to tell the person in the back to kill the mic. Right. Oh, I'm so sorry. Technical as, issues. As, because
0: your officiant is speaking to the audio person, which is usually one of the funeral directors in a back room. And they can, if it's see, a high
1: tech setting. Yes.
0: Yeah. And if not, as, oh, I can't tell you how many times I, as the officiant had to say, I would love to continue on talking due to time restraints right here, right now for everybody. So I actually have to like, right. Cut them off. I go, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're seeing my work face when I go, I'm so sorry. I hate to do this to you. And I invite you to continue this conversation.
1: Afterwards, at the coffee hour,
0: right? (laughs) I
1: just remember the, he was my boyfriend, okay? Completely not, you know, and and it is an important memory, but it goes in the card so the family can hold on to it. You don't (gasps) want to extend a funeral well into, and cost the family extra money. (gasps)
0: I know, I
1: know, I know, because they're going to get a bill They're, they are. Yeah. And, and as a cue folks, in case you didn't know, in case you haven't put on a funeral, all that food that shows up from a caterer, the family that's just paid for an entire funeral is writing a check for that too. So it's not such a bad idea to drop some money in an envelope instead of sending in a big bouquet and say, this is to help cover the cost of the catering. Speaking of which,
0: it is, and I have sent these two flowers, which are dead things and that don't need a lot of care because they're going to die further, right? Right. Some people do not want plants because they have to take care of them. And right now their nurturing skills are zip. And they're going to feel guilty for killing the funeral plant. They've already got guilt. They're grieving. And don't feel bad if you give them a plant and they give it away. Right now, if they're gardeners or something like that, if you know that, you know, so many, so often, and sometimes they order ahead of time. There's usually something on the coffin or around if it's a, if it's a cremation ceremony, there's, there's something, but you know, giving them some money for that. If they're not offended, a funeral, at least here in the Midwest, minimum $10,000. If you're doing a coffin and, and a whatever. So yes, money gifts. Thank you, DD. You can give in lieu of plants and flowers, money or gift cards. You know what else? Please make a donation in that person's charity.
1: Yeah. We're on the same wavelength, but on that donation, make sure you're doing it for something that that person honored. Yeah. Make sure if you've got differences, you're not using that moment. Please to give to something give to the
0: Republican Party in honor of me. Okay. There you go. There you go. At least right? not yet.
1: We'll see here's, how things here, turn out. Here's Sandra. Sandra thank
0: you. My Her biggest,
1: biggest... Rep- Go ahead, go ahead. Her biggest regret after having lost her mom last year is one, not to have spent more time with her body before calling anyone. Having loved ones being in the room when her body was put in the body bag. I'm sorry you Mm -hmm. saw that. My best decision, writing the obituary ahead of time. Absolutely. A funny. My mom sold Cadillacs. When the funeral home picked her up, my dad asked what kind of hearse he was driving. I can't remember what it was, but it was not a caddy. And my dad said she would not be happy about that. Right. And
0: it, and it gave us a chuckle. Yes. Yeah. Thank you, Sandra. Thank you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. yeah and
1: when someone has died, if you're the one who's primary, take your time. You don't have to be in a hurry. Right. Just I, like mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. to address that, one of the things they
0: taught us early on in grief education, as they, they created a way for us to feel how your circle When you or a loved one is dying, you actually have less and less and less people and the circle becomes smaller. Right. Likewise, when the funeral home comes, you can spend, you can walk with your loved one. Lots of times now they don't just put them in body bags. They might put something over them or they put something like a quilt. They used to just put sheets and it was just horrible. But now they they've sort of changed. You can walk with them all the way to the vehicle, the vehicle. Um, and if there's other people around, you can say, I just want to do this, this is important for me to be alone. In or I want moment. these people with me. That's right. right? It depends right. on what
1: your wishes are. My When my first wife died, they, they called the funeral home too quickly. And my poor, now third wife that we didn't know what the time was going to be, was at the door. And it was like, yeah, we're not ready. We, we need some more time. Exactly. I'm, I'm so sorry. I know you're busy, but we need more time because we need, we each, I, I needed a few more minutes. And then mm-hmm. we needed to pour champagne so that we could walk her out with champagne in our hands. That's right? right. That's right. Cause that was her wish. Of course, then a BFF tried to put the dog and the cat on top of her and told Stacy she had to take the dog and the cat and take care of them too. And um, they were quite alive. And so, yeah, when we got to the, to the vehicle, they handed them back to us and they lived another few years. So, <laughs> so
0: You know, we learn things in hindsight, Mm -hmm. and yeah, we learn things in hindsight, Sandra, so that down the road, if ever you or a loved one are in that position, you can guide them and
1: say, here's an option. And that's something you can do, all of you listening, share this information so that people can have a little bit of extra. One of the last things I wanna say is when you're at a funeral, if you are not appreciating what the funeral is about, it's not your Mm -hmm. funeral, unless you're the one who planned it. That's
0: right. (laughs) That's right. We don't need to know as as warners, now is not the time for your political opinions. Now is not the time to start a family fight. Nope. I, I told you about what happened to me. You could hear in the back of the church, She didn't hug me. Like, it's not your funeral because you're alive. Only dead people get funerals, almost.
1: And the person, the people in the front pews, those are the ones. That's right. put it together. And so they don't get to hear anything you might have to say that's negative about the service. If you have those thoughts, you take them home.
0: When, and here's something they don't teach you when it is a divided family the brothers aren't talking the the uh the the kid the the parents are talking it's a divorced family whatever it is okay on one side sorry for hearing that it is one side or you and put the other side of the family on the other side
1: and there just keep it
0: peaceful Right, this is Just, not the time
1: to work things out. This is the time to right. remember a life well lived or right. even a life not well lived and to say share some of the funny parts of their life and the ways you related to them and to be able to say goodbye to them. And the same at the cemetery, right?
0: And for divided families, it is and and this actually happened to us, so I can say as I learn if one person says i don't want that other person meeting with the minister you can as a person who loved great grandma even though you're the the family outcast you can call that minister and say i'm respecting the family they don't want me there but can i tell you a loving story right Ministers love that and afterwards say to yourself i don't care if you need drugs to get through an entire funeral you say to a loved friend please do not have this other person come up to me i am not able to cope with it and you have your friend Create a bodyguard mm-hmm. yes nobody
1: thinks about that i'm saying i do yeah, yeah. i do i, I think pre- about that's it. all part of preparing for a service is all the things that could go wrong so that you can have the day that you need. And if you're supporting a family, all the things you think sure. they might need to support them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? I and finally, one will... last one last yeah. thing. Yeah. If you're the one talking to the family, either from the front or in the line, please don't give them the message that this was a good thing, that they're in a better place this was oh, a plan children. and don't, don't tell the kids God to be strong angel. and don't tell the survivors. I'm so, I don't know how you could be so strong. They, they aren't wishing to be strong. They're there because this is what has to happen, but yeah, some, they might be crumbling inside. So let's not give them mixed messages. Let's mm-hmm. just hold space with them and say, I'm this was a beautiful service or I'm so glad you're able to remember them or may their memory be a blessing. Mm-hmm. In the jewish tradition whatever that is something positive not this is something that you should be glad to have happen even if it was along a long illness yeah don't right? say
0: oh at least they didn't suffer right at least i didn't put my hand through your mouth your it to your head right I'm or if God. they did
1: suffer don't say aren't you glad their suffering's over because frankly what you're wishing is that they'd never suffered in the first place right That's so let's right. keep all those thoughts out of mm-hmm. it and let's just honor the memory and support the people who are there. Right. And one thing that is
0: okay to say is, I don't know what to say. I'm just loving you. Right. That's it. And sharing their memory. That's right. Right. Right.
1: That's right. We will put together some more thoughts on this. Um, mm-hmm. I know Deb has a whole bunch of stuff Um, and has like a list of rules. So we're going to put those up this weekend. And um, I think maybe we should continue the conversation maybe about, I don't know how we're going to do it. We should frame it out and do some more on it. We Mm -hmm. do have someone, a guest coming up in a little bit um, that Deb has invited. um, And we're going to get that announcement up. Do you want to say who it is?
0: I would love to. Um, She's actually a friend of mine. Her name is Dawn Boris, and she, uh, She does. She is part of what she does is she is what's called a medium, not an extra large, a medium and (laughs) bringing messages to people uh, that have. I don't want to say that their loved ones have died or their animals have died. So she she's very she's very good with that. And so she'll be here October 15th. I think it's a Friday. Right. Right. And so uh, she'll be here and we'll put some information out and uh, this weekend. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Not this week, this weekend. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Whatever. That's all. And then we've got a couple more coming up. We're trying to get scheduled. Um, So we have some, someone coming on to talk about the neurodivergent community and what grief is like for them and Mm -hmm. how to support folks who are neurodivergent when they've had a loss. Yes. Right. And we're going to bring someone in about pet loss um, because that's a huge thing. And, yeah. Um, yeah. and the trainings I've been doing recently for therapists, um, I've actually connected with not one, but two therapists who specialize in pet loss. Awesome. So I'm going to grab them up, one from Alaska and one from here in Southern California and see if we can't get them all with us, too. So wonderful. wonderful. Have a good week, everybody. A good Thanks weekend. Deb, what is your weekend going to be? Um, you
0: know, I will find out today around four o'clock. righty I'm, I'm speaking at church on Sunday, and tomorrow could go either
1: way. All right. Well, we're getting ready for um, stacy's birthday on Monday, so I'm All gonna run right. out after this and go pick up a surprise birthday present that I'm not gonna talk about till Monday, and um, yeah, then have a weekend of just kind of some downtime after a really busy week. Good. Good. Okay. I'm glad. Bye everybody. Important.
0: Bye bye, everyone. Thank you for being with us today. Have a good weekend. Bye bye. Bye.